0: You think we got it?
1: I think we got it. I mean, it just syncs anyway. So as long as the sounds are
0: there. Yeah, we're good. Okay.
1: We were talking Um, more about how I like to shit. And I was telling you that I I like to just stand on the toilet with my arms crossed looking out. But I didn't really what it is, is do you remember cigarette stores in the 90s?
0: I mean, yes. And the Native American that these... dude,
1: like statues that would be out in the front of them <laughs> all the time. That's how, I, that's how I shit. I pose like with a big A pose. That's how I shit like the Native American dudes in front of <laughs> okay. cigarette stores in the night.
0: <laughs> so you stand with your arms crossed yep. and then you're la- you sort of have like a power pose.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: then you just shit. But you don't
1: there's no spread either. Like visually, you can tell from behind ass Cheeks tight, But like, I, I don't, I can't, I can't give up my dominant stance. Right. So, so, okay.
0: So you look out um, into the far distance. You like peer forward mm-hmm. while you shit, mm-hmm. even though you're in a bathroom. So you are just peering at a wall. Uh, no, I'm looking but just you look over like-
1: the top of a stall. Right? Because like if I'm like Denny's or whatever (laughs) and I do that on the toilet somebody's just seeing my head and my shoulders up just looking at them really stern like but they're hearing (laughs) shit sounds from inside my stall so they don't know if I'm sitting on a a guy's shoulder while he shits or if I'm shitting.
0: So you go into the bathroom at like a Denny's Mm -hmm. you take your pants all the way off Mm -hmm. And then you stand with your arms crossed Uh and shit while staring over the stall and you're channeling the energy of like an Indian statue, a wooden statue in front of a tobacco store.
1: Yeah, well, you forgot I draped my pants over the top of the door, right? That way, like when people come in, (laughs) they see the pants, they see my head, they hear the shitting. Yeah, it's a method.
0: It's about comfort. I gotta be honest. If I came to the bathroom If I didn't know you I guess even if I did know you And I came into the bathroom And I just saw like the tufts of your hair And maybe your forehead And then I like heard you shitting I would be like Well no No man can be this confident I must be hallucinating No one could believe in themselves enough That they could comfortably do this I must be. This is a dream.
1: <laughs> this isn't actually happening. This is not reality. That's the only thing that makes sense. I like that. I like that take yeah. on things. I'm going to start using that for other stuff. Like when the cops pull me over, I would, I'm just going to
0: refuse to believe that that's real. I was thinking you should get like a like a cottage or something out. <laughs> you need to get a cottage, some land out in cottage country. And then at the start of the day, you can just, you know, strip off your bottoms, wear a T-shirt, sort of like a Donald Duck style. Maybe it's like a, like, you have like a sailor cap and then just stand outside with your arms crossed and then survey the land (laughs) as you take a shit. Just like, (laughs) look, shit. And you have a coffee. It's like sitting beside you on like an old well or (laughs) like a pump.
1: To stand for a water <laughs> pump.
0: Your coffee's there and you're you're standing that's beside great. it and you're shitting and you're just looking on to God's creation.
1: <laughs> just the just the dominant guy there. This is the guy that's the head of the HOA that will go around and be like, Hey, can you get you your hedges trimmed? You know? And he every time he gets to my spot, he looks at the pile of shit from where I stand and goes, Oh, hey blue just walks right by. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. He went over once to say something and then when he saw what was happening, he was like, I no. There's only respect. (laughs) I'm out. That guy's got,
1: you know, bigger than me probably down there. Fuck it. Not even gonna not even gonna question it. Like you could look
0: chat with.
1: (laughs) I talk to the mailman sometimes.
0: gonna say that i was gonna say it just even more ballers just carrying on a casual conversation you're just you know your legs are like a little farther apart than normal but you're just (laughs) like hey what's i uh i'm expecting uh a package so is that i mean it's cool i get it you have a hard job no disrespect to you i fucking love public servants dude but you know if you could just Drop that off, baby.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hey there, Greg. Uh, let me fucking... Water prices, man. Have they changed the bill or is it the... Uh, uh, smart meters. I swear <laughs> to God. I think the smart meters have too much mercury in them. They read how much water you are using correctly. Did you know they're turning the... Uh, uh,
0: this, that's great. I like the what's even better is that you're not well like you're not in good digestive health right well I don't know if you are no we don't need to get too into that but in this
1: version of the our version of me yeah no I yeah no my dad actually thanks for asking my digestive health is fine this advertisement is brought to you by Activia
0: (laughs) (laughs) dude okay um When I was in high school, there was this girl at my high school um, named Anya. She was, like, legit. I was, like, 16 when I met her, and she was the first Jewish person I'd ever met in my whole life. Just because they're, like, aren't Jews where I'm from. (laughs) And she was three years younger than us, but I was, like, okay, in high school, if you came into high school, if you walked into my high school on that day, and you're, like, getting a survey, and you're, like, yo, where am I going to find zombie? It's me. And three other guys, all wearing like black metal T-shirts, standing like in a corner, just like talking about music. Everybody called it like the metal corner, right? Which didn't even like just after us. They were like, "Oh, that's the metal, the metal corner. corner." It's just me and three other dudes who like should probably <laughs> wash their hair. More. And two hundred we other we were standing there, other
1: things in that general area, but you guys make yeah. it the metal corner,
0: yeah. And so Anya comes over to us. It's like, I don't know, her second week of school. She's in the seventh grade. We're in the 10th grade. And she's like, do you guys know? She just moved from L.A. She goes, do you guys know where I could get some weed? And we were like, we're the exact people who know where you can get some weed. <laughs> and so we got her some terrible weed. And we started hanging out with her. And then she invited all of us, like four older losers over to her house for dinner with her parents and her dad was this old like record executive and he had all of these like gold records for records he's like executive produced for like weird fucking bands that were big in like 1978 and so we ate dinner there and then afterwards we were all feeling really like bloated and uncomfortable and I was like I feel it was not to be rude but do we have like fucking food poisoning and she's like oh no that's just like the Metamucil I was like what do you mean? And she's like, my dad puts Metamucil in everything. Like literally everything he cooks, he just puts like, f- like fiber in it. And I was like, that's fucked
1: up. What the fuck? <laughs> that,
0: that's fucking weird. That just like as a spice, he what? puts like so, insoluble fiber.
1: It's like uh, it's like fucking munchasm, but with like fiber. Like I really want yeah, my it, kid to have good fucking shits, but they can't know it. I'm 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 trickling and- in little bits of fucking. Of fi- yeah. like fiber into their fucking Cheerios and shit, and it's like these are already yeah, fiber. So like, there's extra
0: fiber. It is like Munchausens, like uh, like you know, we didn't even. This was the first time I met this guy, and I think we had. I have no idea what we had, but it was probably like fucking spaghetti or something. And it was just like okay, there's cheese, and they would just mix in some fucking. Metamucil some metamucil. With the cheese. <laughs> yeah, And then I was like, that's the weirdest shit your dad's fucking crazy
1: i i like to mix in some extra vitamin b just but i do the full pills right so when you come to my house for spaghetti it's spaghetti meatballs and tablets of time release vitamin b and some fish oil tablets just (laughs) sprinkled around the top
0: i give you one of those little instead of croutons (laughs) Instead of croutons, you just dump the fucking pills Flintstone vitamin and then toss it. <laughs> yeah,
1: which which ones your favorite flavors? I have grape and strawberry. <laughs> awesome, I love I like this because I'm thinking of like a, a 1960s stay at home mom with like the hair, and she's like, "Here you go, little Billy," and she's giving him that little blue thing of like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. But it's like on top of steak, on top of salad, for in cereal. And the kid has some cereal. He opens up the one that says for in cereal. It's just like, I don't know, Prozac and like a Tylenol. And he pops in the cereal and
0: eats it. And they're like, 1950s. The fucking terrifying version of that is like you're a waiter at a restaurant and this guy comes in he's like super old like he has a walker and he has that thing where where his hand just shakes wherever like everything he's doing is just shaky and he wears like mm-hmm. a steak like a blue rare steak maybe he has like a he looks like fucking conrad hilton like he has a 10 mm-hmm. gallon one of those tall cowboy hats that like yeah. nobody's worn since yeah. since 1948 and he's there and he's shaking he orders a steak and then you bring it to him And then he just takes out like a bunch of pills and starts like dumping them on top of the (laughs) steak. It's like blood pressure medication. He just covers his steak with like an array of pills and then starts eating them. And then (laughs) fucking He's just positioning. That's funny in my head. He
1: puts one on top of the butter and he goes, ooh. Ooh. (laughs) There by himself. Ooh. I like that. I
0: don't know. I I like the idea of a guy who used to be awesome, who's dying now and you're just like fuck that's <laughs> it a, like clint like clint eastwood yeah when he starts to fall apart that's gonna be so fucking sad because it's like dude you used to rule and now the, you're just like you
1: know. that's like uh that's gotta be a movie right where there's what what's the, the irishman isn't that just the theme of the irishman oh it's yeah like they're these old dudes they were really fucking cool and look how fucked up they are it takes you forever to get to that part but if they opened with that just be like jesus no they do open with that yeah they do open with that so that is the irishman you're right the irishman is a good movie
0: the irishman's long as fuck Mm -hmm. but it's all worth it for that scene where bobby de niro's in the nursing home and the feds are like everyone whose secrets you're holding is like dead just like tell us what went on so we can close the book of this investigation and he's just like he just fucking leers at him Uh the robert de niro face he's like Fuck you. Fuck
1: you. That's dude, so I'm, good, dude. I'm
0: never telling
1: you That's right. so fucking good. Like, there's like, come on, dude. Just throw us a bone. I mean, what you can't, nobody can go to prison anymore. You are already, like, at the end. Like, the, everything's good at this point. We just want to, you know, have this be wrapped. And he's like, no, I still have this one thing on you forever. I like to think that. Yeah. Like I know I know it's all fantasy or whatever, but I like to think that in some some weird world there's like real mafia dudes that really did go down with like secrets that didn't fucking matter, but they were like, fuck you. I'm hanging on to this shit. It's like, eh. You don't have to do this? No, I'm gonna. Okay. You're dead.
0: Yeah. Nobody'll be honest about that. We're all like, we want, you know, everybody has to be nice. We gotta work together as a community. But you do, you have to respect spite. Mm-hmm. Anyone who's doing something like just anyone who's fueled by hate, like old guys who are fueled by hate. That's it gives them something to do. Like again, fucking um Clint Eastwood, like in Grand Torino, where he's just like this old oh, dude, yeah. and really all he wants is he's made his life about how no one can touch his lawn, and if you touch his lawn, he's gonna call <laughs> you a racial slur. <laughs> You just have nothing to live for. You have a military pension, so you just start like a fake war based on something arbitrary.
1: You create, you create a fucking front line that is literally your fucking grass. Like, and if anybody yeah. touches it, like you're, you are on my turn
0: Yeah, yeah. You just, you fucking, you just like huck a flask at a kid, <laughs> just like ding him with be like, fuck, I fucking hate. You
1: hell yeah i can't believe like the thing that we were talking about was just two really good movies that were already made because for a moment i was like dude we could make this film this would be fucking great it's just like an old guy he just he, he just is badass but he's old now so he can't be badass so he's just got some weird pathetic thing that he does and it's it's just
0: that's two movies already yeah yeah man that's um I, I don't know what to say. It's, it's really easy to think you're clever mm-hmm. it, until you think of things that already exist.
1: So you realize Martin Scorsese had the same idea, but now here's the thing, right? Martin Scorsese had the same idea. Clint Eastwood had the same. We are clever, right? Because we have the same ideas <laughs> as two very successful filmmakers. So
0: yeah, man. we're onto something. Yeah. I independently arrived at the idea of a dude who's basically retarded. Um, controlling all of the major news events of the latter half of the 20th century yeah that on my own I was like he got to teach Elvis how to dance he has to run across America he's a Vietnam hero he meets Richard Nixon he gets really good at ping pong and then I was like oh fuck yeah that's a thing but I all of that I came up with on my own yeah
1: <laughs> no you heard about the movie that I came up with about uh the cop that's like investigating this mental asylum i i like out on an island right <laughs> it's going to be fucking no, good no. dude it's going to be fucking good i have this other one about like all right so imagine you could go inside someone's dream but you had to be
0: asleep <laughs> first and then yeah. imagine
1: ellen page is there
0: yeah. It could work. I uh I came up with my own. I independently arrived at the idea. I was like, what if there was a uh trans man who didn't want to be clocked? So he moved one town over and he started dating a cute blonde, but then he was discovered by her older brother and then viciously sexually assaulted on the roof of a car. And I was like, oh fuck.
1: Fuck, that's, that's a movie already. Damn.
0: Yeah, it's weird that <gasps> I a 30-year-old cisgender male Thought that that was my story to tell But I did come up with came- it. Oh no, actually, <laughs> that happened So no, nobody they- came up with that <laughs> That was a thing that happened to that a guy
1: That was a thing that happened to a guy You're right Okay, okay
0: Okay Oh, here's what I was going to say I think the reason that like We're like, oh, wouldn't this be funny And it's like Grant Reno or The Irishman Is because we haven't like gone far enough in admiring terrible people oh yeah 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 so i was thinking you know who have never had like a positive movie made about them who's that would be like like black israelites
1: <laughs> right That's
0: because <laughs> the idea is like oh you know it's great old mobster what if <laughs> yeah. we, we like portrayed them in a humane way and people are like oh that's very bold we're like mm-hmm. what if we just what if that guy who got kicked out of public enemy for talking about how like melanin <laughs> like makes people you need Magical. melanin melanin to have it holds the spirit of god
1: yeah. wasn't that his
0: point it was like
1: yeah like and then- yeah. And that white people were cavemen until they learned science from black people, science and math
0: from black people. Yes. 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 So it's about Nick Cannon when he got in trouble for having <laughs> that guy on his podcast. And it's about how he has to he has to cuck to the people who run America's Got Talent. And was just <laughs> sad music the whole time where he like dared to speak truth to power, but it didn't work. <laughs> Now this is a good movie.
1: Martin Scorsese won't come up with this fucking movie, right? We, We're onto we, something that we fucking shoot wholly it like, original.
0: We shoot it like the big short. We're like Melanin, God Spirit, the the the, the, the you know inverse race science. It all sounds very complicated. So here's yeah. fucking Selena Gomez to explain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude i don't know how hollywood hasn't hired us i mean we don't have any sexual assault charges so it's like that's probably a big reason why they haven't hired us but we have some fucking amazing ideas have some we have some amazing ideas i think the last 10 minutes have been that i was just thinking about what like the the fast and the furious franchise right and how pretty much everything they do right now if you take just one of the action scenes that made like a whole movie about that kind of like speed, basically it'd be fucking rad. You'd be like, Oh, that's great. But they just compound all that shit into one movie and it's just kind of like lame or whatever. But what if we just take like one part of any of those films that we talked about and then just did that. So instead of um, the like narrative about an old curmudgeon sort of like finding value in the face of something that originally, you know, caused him a lot of like internal anger for a long time. Uh, like Gran Torino. We just have like a racist dude shooting people for being on his lawn. We don't have him grow. We just take the <laughs> core of right. it. And the film is an old man who just like shoots people that come on his lawn. And then it, <laughs> yeah. it closes with the guy being like, Hey, don't go on that guy's lawn. Why? He'll kill you.
0: And yeah. yeah 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 it's all implied and then we just explain it at the very end like yeah. there's no there's no setup it's just an action sequence for 80 <gasps> minutes <laughs> and first it's the scene, end
1: the first scene is a kid like kind of riding his bike like a little bit on the lawn or whatever and the guy just coming out and like shooting down the way and you're like oh my god that was so graphic <laughs> what the fuck and then the next scene is like you know, a guy kind of walking and his dog shits on the lawn. And the guy fucking blows the dog away. and the guy's like, Oh my God. And then the next scene is a kid just standing there staring at the old man. They're just staring at each other. And then you get another shot that's like a tight shot of the kid's foot just above the grass. And then another close in shot on the fucking guy's eyes, like a <laughs> yeah, dirty yeah, hairy yeah. shot, right? Yeah. Close in shot back to the thing. Yeah. And then really, really close, you just see the sole of his shoe touch a blade of grass. And boom, blows the kid's head off. <laughs> Yeah. Grassy Gary coming this summer.
0: Grassy Gary. I don't
1: know why that that name. I was thinking Dirty is, Harry, but.
0: I can never tell. I can never tell if we're like gaslighting ourselves. Because obviously, like, it starts so stupid. Where we're like, okay, you like confidently shit while you talk to the mailman. But then we come up with like four more stupid ideas. And I'm like, dude, we could sell Grassy Gary. That's not <laughs> dumb. We've come That's full such circle. A good idea. <laughs> I would watch that movie. <laughs> I could probably make that. I could probably
1: fucking make that. I have the I have the equipment. Yeah. I just need a couple of actors and I have some squibs. We could make this film. Nobody steal this idea because it's trademark. I'm making it already. This is actually, <laughs> I already started making it and I own the rights. So don't even bother. Yeah, if you're listening.
0: Anyone fucking listening to this podcast, these these ideas are t- trademarked to Sunday School uh Limited Liability Corporation. <laughs> also uh also um no uh no takes. We what are dibs. <laughs> We're calling we dibs. dibs. Oh, so even above dibs. legally, we <laughs> did this. And if you take it, you a bitch. <laughs> So anyone who makes (laughs) Grassy Gary (coughs) Glad to be known You a bitch (laughs) Uh,
1: Okay, and uh, on the docket Is the uh, case of uh, uh, Sunday School LLC versus George Ramona From uh, Seminole, California Okay, Uh, Can we have the evidence provided? Just an audio tape And it's like, okay, so all the Ideas of this show are trademarked. We have dibs. It says, okay, immediate summary judgment. They called dibs. We cannot <laughs> overrule that. I yes. don't have the power. The Supreme Court is adjourned. And they yeah. leave. And then yeah. Donald Trump also- and Joe Biden come out, and they go, good job. Man.
0: The judge the judge is on a huge booster seat because he's seven. And then when he tries to swing the gavel, it's like an inflatable gavel. And it goes, Bee! it makes like a squeaky noise. And baby judge. <laughs> he,
1: he gets off and the judge thing is just draped on the ground. So he falls because he steps in it. And then he cries yeah, yeah. for a little bit. And the bailiff has to come and pick him up.
0: Yeah, he slips on his own robe and.
1: <laughs> All rise to the audible yeah, judge, Braden. It's the judge, Braden.
0: Yeah, At the bailiff is just a woman with huge boobs, and then the judge. <laughs> when the judge gets overwhelmed, he fucking sucks on her. Drugs.
1: Everybody's it's, like, "Wait a minute! That kid's like seven. There's no reason to be." Never mind. Never mind. I yeah. check out. I don't know. I'll watch. Maybe they're I'll hippies, dude. They're hippies will hippies. do that. Why is this happening, dude? That
0: is hippies will fucking do that.
1: That is uh that is such a, a like a common uncommon thing. Like it's uncommon, right? Few people, fewer people do that than not do that. So I'll say it's uncommon. But like, I've known some people that would be like breastfeeding eight and nine and ten year olds, and that shit is strange.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. it gets...
1: You hate kids? It gets wild. Oh, you said it gets wild. Okay, I thought you said I it hate kids. Wild. I thought you said I hate kids. I was no, like, I wasn't going to say so
0: you're like, I hate kids. Whoa,
1: okay. So, I mean, is regular breastfeeding like six months? Is that okay? Is that okay with you, Zombie? Or are you going to no.
0: like... I'm, I'm mad. I'm angry. I just see any kid, I think about how I want the titty milk for me. At the- <laughs> <laughs> you, I <laughs> so guarantee... I
1: that kid got to seven. It drank titty milk for at least a year, year and a half, maybe. That should have been mine.
0: <laughs> the detective's like, "Well, holy was-
1: shit! I've never had anybody admit to murdering a child so fast." But the reason's pretty, pretty cool.
0: I saw, dude. Okay, I saw this. There's this YouTube video. It's fucking uh, Selma Hayek is in some like impoverished village, and there's a. It's like this poor village and there's a baby who's crying because uh there's no milk for him because his mother is like out of milk. Mm -hmm. So Selma Hayek takes out her breasts and starts nursing a stranger's baby. Hell yeah. And and then she starts talking about how her grandmother famously like nursed a stranger's baby as like an act of charity. And so Mm -hmm. she, like, feels like she's, whatever, she's, like, happy about it because her grandmother did it. Yeah. And I saw that video, and I was like, okay. Admittedly, this kid lives in a very poor area. His Uh mother is perhaps too malnourished to even provide him with milk. But I am jealous of (laughs) this. (laughs) (laughs) I wish... He has something (laughs) that I want.
1: For two two minutes, I just want to be an impoverished child in a third world country while Salma Hayek comes around.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Why didn't this happen to me? God dude, Just so petty. dude. Being like, like, everything in my life sucks. I don't have anything.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Your wife just hears a fucking pounding sign and comes in and is like, are you okay? And you're like, fine. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, you're watching the Selma Hike video. That's so, she's such an angel.
0: I don't want to fucking talk about it. Yeah. There's just, I, I crop it. So it's like her tit isn't in frame. It's just like the kid's head at the end of her tit. And then I'm like fucking chucking darts at it. People are like, who's that? I'm like, some fucking, some fucking fag. Some fucking Faggot baby What the fuck you, you fucking piece of shit He's just like he's I do, I just, I'm doing pushups in my room And I'm just staring at this photo Of this malnourished sickly child I'm like he's fuck just, you Like I'm in prison
1: It was hateful shit He's like the kid in the but it was- Opposite condition, you're in a prison. You're just like in a really nice (coughs) suburban adjacent gym that you pay like 150 bucks a month to go to. Working out with your personal (laughs) trainer who holds a picture of the kid, you're just talking so much shit, just getting a fucking pump. But they're like, You're doing great, Gavin. You're doing great. Yeah, fuck him, right? Yeah, he's getting all his Selma (laughs) Hayek's little tinny milk. You don't get any. Come on, seven eight that's right pump for the milk
0: no i i I would do so well a a crowd would gather and they're like what he's doing is insane but he just benched twice his body
1: weight (laughs) look at this
0: it's crazy he's so fucking focused arnold schwarzenegger (laughs) that is there and he's like yes
1: yes the that dude hawthorne that plays the mountain that was like almost the strongest man in the world he's just Never seen things like this before. It's beautiful. He's-
0: yeah, <laughs> guys, uh, subscribe to the Patreon because if we reach our funding goal, I'm gonna hang out with Hap Thor Bjornson, and he's gonna help me work out while I shout obscenities at a picture of an impoverished.
1: <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> you know, hella people are getting excited about like a, a, a former welterweight champion, Tyron Woodley versus logan paul happening this fall or whatever it is but i think more importantly people should get tickets to zombie tv versus this poor kid in like brazil in a favela or whatever that we're (laughs) gonna fly him out here we're gonna fly the kid out here we're gonna give him one day of seeing what it's like to live a normal life just to rub it in his face before zombie tv beats the shit out of him tickets not on sale, you just have to watch it. You have to listen to it. We'll have the audio in one of the episodes of the podcast. so you just listen
0: just <laughs> the thing s- is though here's the thing. that video is from like two thousand five, so it might be the case that you know it's like you it's know a and the, the under eighteen yeah world boxing champion like <laughs> 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 it's just it's fucking like like. <laughs> We get a it's message. Like, it's like Triple G's younger brother or something.
1: <laughs> we get a message like two days from like fucking Hayden Panettiere And She's like, "Listen, my husband's really mad about what you said about his cousin." <laughs> and we're like, "What?" Yeah. Like, yeah, well, we set up a fight between you guys, can you come? We're like, "No, no, 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 no. wait yeah. a minute, Shannon Briggs is calling us. Yo, what you say about my son, Champ?" Yeah, yeah, I'm just
0: i'm in the ring i'm screaming i'm like the milk's giving him super straight <laughs> it should have been me <laughs> well that's the thing we could
1: now if this person has grown up we can't look and see like where they've gone right and maybe okay it's not that big a deal right maybe because i I, and I don't believe this is true at all but it's possible that samahai express milk doesn't give you superpowers or like eternal life. Again, okay. I don't believe that's true. Maybe. I believe one hundred percent of the time, if you were to drink somebody's breast milk, you would be ripped, loaded. You'd be banging chicks in Miami. You'd have a yacht. Her breast milk can do that. Hashtag ad. <laughs> but it's possible that didn't happen to the kid.
0: Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, maybe. you're right. Maybe. Francis Ngannou is like I've never been so disrespected. This was a dark day in my life. I was so appreciative.
1: It made me believe it.
0: But the thing is, he doesn't even want to fight me. He's like, he just no. Cries. I, I could I have an apology, please? You hurt. I worked so hard to come to this country.
1: <laughs> he like fights like I don't know John Jones, knocks John Jones out in five seconds. Joe Rogan, Francis, you just beat the former greatest light heavyweight champion in the world what's next and he's just like listen man this guy on this podcast made fun of the time that i was gonna die and drink some high express milk and now i i can't sleep i can't eat i just want to apologize he's just crying <laughs> Yeah. Joe Rogan looks re- at the camera. He retires. He, yeah, Francis. Yeah, Francis. Got to puts his gloves out and walks out. He never says your name. <laughs> Joe Rogan looks at the camera. And goes zombie. What did you do? And it just ends. Yeah. UFC ends forever.
0: Yeah, we're well. The thing is, we're about to do. It's actually. It's our story is a comedy of errors because we're about to do Rogan. He <sighs> finds <laughs> we're like. We're the number 5,000 comedy podcast on Spotify. (laughs) He's like, you guys got to come on. It's going to be great. We need you. And then he's like, yo, you broke. I don't know if you know this about Francis Ngannou. He's my best friend. You broke my best friend's heart, <laughs> and now I will ensure that you never succeed. Because I am full of testosterone. <laughs> I, I like, they- hey, remember the time? Remember the time I ruined those two fucking retards' careers? Jamie, pull that shit up. Let's look at a <laughs> video of me buying where they work and firing them. Pull that shit up. <laughs>
1: I like to think of a world where like we're like we we okay we you know again completely made up we get invited to go on Joe Rogan and he's like so like you guys don't actually believe some expressmo express mode gives you superpowers right because that was that was my favorite episode <laughs> I've been thinking about this for a long time I talked about it with Tom Green last week he doesn't talk to me anymore so I just need to know if it's true <laughs> what's going on with this man
0: and we're just that like is, yeah you're so right <laughs> that is the kind of shit he would believe <laughs> yeah dude it is
1: i didn't even think about it. about <laughs> it is well so leota machida and his dad have this like weird thing where they drink their own urine yeah right and you've, you've heard about this before right <laughs> i yeah, yeah i saw his dad drink his own piss <laughs> yeah there's like pictures and videos of them drinking their own urine and one time joe rogan i don't remember this is like early on in the podcast era but uh he has somebody on and he's like, yeah, he... he. I'm telling you, man, he really believes it. He drinks it. And I mean, the guy's start kicking people out. You can't say it doesn't work. Everything <laughs> he's doing has got to be effective for him. So if he's drinking piss and it's making him knock dude's head off, hey, more power to you, dude. And it's like, I don't think... That makes sense at all to me. I think that he does extreme training <laughs> and and is very talented athletically and that translates to very good fighting skills and he just also happens to drink piss regularly. I don't think that has yeah. anything to
0: do with it. <laughs> no, no. It's like, yeah. It's like if uh it's like okay, say I have a big audition, right? I'm trying to get a role yeah. in a Tarantino movie. And yeah. I see a picture Of Leonardo DiCaprio eating a burrito. And I'm like, fuck. And so then I just chow down on like four burritos so that I get the part in the Tarantino movie. I go in there. I'm like (laughs) nauseous. I'm trying to act. I'm like squinting, (laughs) burping into my mouth. I'm like, no, I can do it. (laughs) It's, it's it's, It's literally entire correlation with no causal evidence. It's like guy does that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I watch. Look, look. Okay. Um. Uh. I was trying to think of something to brag about myself about. <laughs> like,
1: you, know, you, just, you can't even think. Whatever. Of a single I'll go thing. with this.
0: I'm look. I'm uh. I well, I will say this. I have a podcast that is enjoyed by the people who listen to it. I will say yeah, that. very successful. Uh, I have a podcast within that the is a group in- of listeners. Within the listeners, I yeah, I have a high rating it's like that movie that has a hundred percent on rotten tomatoes because two people have reviewed it and like, this is fucking sick <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i do I, I do a thing that is liked by some people mm-hmm. i also have seen the movie rush hour like 35 times right once a but week watching the movie rush hour will not help you be funny <laughs> at all. It's that's it's not how it works i just happen to feel comforted by watching the movie Rush Hour,
1: <laughs> I can't. I can't remember the comedian's name, but there's this one comedian. He's like bald. He used to go on that like, uh, Opie and Anthony on occasion. He's like uh, uh, Patrice O'Neill's very good friend. He's a white dude. Yeah, he, uh, he's talked about like, like uh, he likes to have sex. He prefers to have sex with like trans women. That's like his.
0: I don't. Oh, know. oh, uh, Jim fucking what is his name jim norton jim
1: norton thank you yes jim norton so like imagine in my mind this is joe rogan right okay jim norton great comedian what does jim norton do uh structures his comedy to be self-deprecating and to include like soft punch lines hard punch lines and then he does likes to do callbacks okay he also has sex with trans folk uh he does smoke <laughs> yeah. some weed and he workshops with a couple of other people, okay, so that's how you become a successful comedian. Which one can I do right now? And then he just goes and he- <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 how yeah. I like to think of Joe Rogan's brain like working,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's all it's all those things. He's like, you know, Chris Rock got a DUI one time, so I'm about to get lit and just race my Tesla through Laurel
1: Canyon. You see him? He's just like in a, a cast, just sitting there on the set uh, of of the podcast, and fucking I don't know, like Jocko Willings is like, "What happened, Joe?" And he's like, "Oh, I blew myself up with a crack lab because, uh, well, are like Richard Pryor, right?" And he just is like, "Okay, well, at least you did it." <laughs>
0: He fucking, he fucking, he's like, you know, I've never really been the biggest comedian on earth. I am a big podcaster, but I've never been the number one comedian. Who has ever been the number one comedian on earth? Dane Cook. Okay. And then he like calls up his brother and he's like, listen, can you steal all my money? I need you to defraud me. Can you take all my money so that I can be number one? Like Dane Cook. (laughs) <laughs> everything i have he goes
1: okay i have an idea i have an idea guys i know how to become a successful comedian um i'm gonna call up dana man goodman right now and have her meet me in a hotel not gonna tell her why i'm gonna be great though
0: <laughs> okay. i'm gonna be okay i knew. <laughs> let me tell you what Two and a half minutes ago, I was like, I know where this bit's gonna end. I'm just, you know what? I know where this bit's gonna end. Let me see if I can go. If I can, let's go. We took the scenic route. I was like, let's saunter through. I'm gonna see what we can look at before we get to the place that we're obviously gonna have to end up.
1: Well, okay. I was Um, one step away from saying that Joe Rogan, in order to become the highest paying comedian of all time, would do blackface and then call his son homophobic slurs on Twitter, but I didn't do that, <laughs> nor did I do a callback to our Salma Hayek joke where he would become the biggest producer of all time by exploiting Salma Hayek for roles, <laughs> nor did I do the things that I okay. would have done after that where Look, I would have said, well, I could, he could do the Kevin Smith route where he appeases Somebody who's exploiting Selma Hayek by putting her in his film expressly to exploit her for that person to get more money for his film.
0: I didn't say that either. Dude. (laughs) Dude. I'm not. Look. You don't have to exploit. We're not. I'm not about to do the thing where I accuse you of going after low-hanging. Are you going to cancel me? Are you going to cancel me right now? Ike. What am I going to cancel you for? I called the baby (laughs) a homophobic slur 12 (laughs) minutes ago yes that's the spot i have the look we're friends i'm gonna feel upset if you betray me but the end (laughs) result of this show is not me canceling you to preserve my like my like non twitch streaming job that's not the way this ends it's you canceling me so that you can like (coughs) fucking i don't know like collab with poker <laughs> yeah, or something yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> this is how this show ends. i want i i so fucking want to do some offline tv content so what i've yeah. been doing slowly is building up this whole edgy back catalog right where uh i'll censor myself out in post but not you and i'll make sure i put <laughs> that out in the world and then in like 17 years i'll be like look guys i finally made it and i'm gonna just file dump all these motherfuckers i'm gonna be like 50 (laughs) how old am i i will be 50 i will literally be 50
0: yeah um yeah dude it's like someone who becomes a neo-nazi so that in five years they can become an ex Mm neo-nazi and then just go around talking about how they like learn from their mistakes.
1: Oh, this, this is a callback to a thing that I was thinking earlier. We're talking about that, uh, the metal corner at your high school or whatever. Oh yeah. We had a thing called cowboy corner and the way it worked was cowboys hung out in this corner of the C building. Right. So all of our buildings are outside our schools are like, we have several buildings that are outside. And then inside of those buildings will be like five or six classes. Right. They're spread out, and by the biggest building that has like 20 classes in it, there was this weird little nook corner. It's also the building where that school shooting happened, uh, that eventually led to me getting expelled again. Just for clarity, I didn't do it, but okay. Uh, you had vibes, right? Just vibes. So, this corner was called (laughs) Cowboy Corner, and all the cowboys hung out there, as you know, as you could tell. Well, what would you would see is on one day somebody like me would get into a fight with them because they were just like saying some racist shit and i would just be like all right well we'll fight over that that's no problem i can literally kick all your asses so it's not a big deal so we'd fight we'd get uh, there'd be a fight with me there'd be a fight with like the uh, mexican gangs that were they'd hang out in the uh, kind of alley that's right next to that building where on literally nice. the distance of 30 feet on one side of the norteños which is the northern california um mexican gang and the Sardanios, which is a Southern California Mexican gang, and because of where we live, there's like a big intermixing of the two. And right they would just stand right across from each other and scream in Spanish and like throw fucking shit at each other. <laughs> and and it was like super violent. You know, it was like a really violent area. Well, over time, because of their proximity, the girls that hung out there that eventually got annoyed with the gangbangers would stand close enough to Cowboy Corner that the two groups started hanging out. So all the Nazi dudes were dating barely English speaking Mexican girls whose brothers <laughs> oh and God. stuff are in like Mexican gangs. And then le- legitimately there's one dude. I'll just make up a last name because it's, I don't want to say the dude's real last name, but it'll help you understand like how white this guy is. His name was like Van Heusen, right? Like super, okay, very white dude. Had it like tattooed on his back and shit. His parents, both of his parents had done time uh, in penitentiary for like 20 years while he was like, uh, basically his mom and his dad were both out on parole around the same time they conceived him. He was born in prison when she violated parole while pregnant with him. And (laughs) he's like, he's like, like, he's like (laughs) fucking Nazi Bane. Right. right Yes. Yes. And. It gets worse because he's also <laughs> Becker Wood, Mama Sita. Okay, but he's also like six five and like all right. <laughs> so he's also like six five and two thirty and ripped as fuck. And the one dude I don't fight because he pumped me out when I was gonna fight him and he didn't move and didn't react or say anything. And I was like, oh, you win. Oh, okay, I'll go. And he was like, (laughs) yeah. So I never fucked with that guy ever. But he was like a pretty hardcore Nazi dude. Years and years go by. He did, in fact, marry one of those uh, Mexican women. They have a family. Years and years have gone by. I'm walking through Food Max and he kind of bumps like into my cart. And he goes, oh, hey uh you know jerry bloom or whatever like oh hey jerry how are you man how have you been since high school oh this is my son hector blah 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 and i'm just standing there like oh my god (laughs) what the (laughs) fuck is even going on in this world he's like all right dude see you later he's like walking away and i'm thinking like what was this that thing where somebody's doing a thing where like they punk you by just being really nice should i fight him should i go fight him right now or are we friends he has yet to add me to Facebook. Yeah. It's been a couple of years, so I think I should have fought
0: him. I think he played that off right. If you used to be racist and now you have a son named Hector and you meet a guy you used to have racialized fights with, you just hit him with that fucking Stepford Wives energy and he doesn't know what to do. You say, hey, buddy, see you out on the links. Am I right? How's your golf game? And you're like, what?
1: Oh, and Dewey. <laughs> just
0: huh? paralyzed
1: Apple and Dewey. Good one yeah. there, bud. See you later kind of
0: does a little elbow he did, thing yeah yeah he did the like um he he hit you with like the first scene of inglorious bastards where he's just like hey might i trouble you for some of your delicious milk, milk. and you're like i don't know fucking oh, what is, oh my God. yeah what is going on? and then his son he sends him off to go buy like <laughs> candy or whatever and then it's the it's the hiding under the floorboards time so
1: like, <laughs> <I> still remember <laughs>
0: And and you're like, remember what? And he's like, you're part black. I still remember. And you're like, no fucking shit.
1: You can see. Why would you forget that? He just he just leans in and starts going revoir Shoshana. And I'm like, that's a different part of that scene. What are you doing right now?
0: Yeah, he fucking he's he takes out two strudel and he's like, eat strudel with me in the middle of this grocery store. Do not forget the creme. <coughs> You guys just do the whole fucking thing, dude. One of the,
1: one of like scariest times in my life was I uh we used to have like this uh three thousand GT right when Mitsubishi three thousand GT was my first car. Uh, was it wasn't the cool twin turbo manual? It was like an automatic. It was cool or whatever, but it wasn't the cool one that people think whenever people think about that car. And I had a lot of problems with it, like it had a. It had a faulty ignition switch and two car alarms. And you had to turn the car alarm on and then off and then on. And that would turn them both off. Oh, shit. Well, that was the only way to turn them to turn them all off. So it was like kind of shitty and like that way. But look fucking rat. Well, one day I'm coming out of Jack in the Box and I decided to go like down this little alley, like eat my food so I don't wreck into somebody real quick. And my fucking car breaks the fuck down and I'm just stopped right there. And I'm like, oh, fuck. What the hell? That sucks. This creepy alleyway, like on the kind of, I don't want to say the bad part of town because I live in the bad town that's like worse than the bad part of town there, but it's the bad part of town for that area. Uh i not like super creeped out, right? I, I pretty much know what I need to do. I'm going to fucking tape up this hose. that kind of rubs up against the belt. I'll wait a little bit and then I'll go. Uh, and I start doing that and it's like not working. Like, Fuck. This car rolls up and this dude gets out and he's just like he just looks like a skinhead I don't know how else to explain it he has like khaki pants on white at knees a wife beater and he's got no hair yeah. on his head and like a big beard and he's like y'all right there I'm like uh yeah my car is like fucked I don't know if it's like the battery now or if it's fucking this other problem that I have uh trying to get a tow truck here so like I'm pulling my phone out and shit and he's like oh fuck hey no problem dude let's see we'll get you jump let me look around. like gets his flashlight and starts looking and then he like he kind of like looks at me like i think this is the first time with his flashlight like he like looked at me and saw that like oh this is a black guy and like he kind of had this like 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 stunned look on his face and he goes like you all right out here man (laughs) is anybody fucking with you and i'm like no like my car legitimately broke down he's like all right dude there's some fucking racist out here man and i'm like i was thinking like is this guy doing a thing am i about to fucking die is this guy doing a thing right now and he's like just hang tight okay we'll get you we'll get you we'll get you set and goes and like gives me a jump and I'm like I, I, I don't know this is like uh who's the who's the killer in um old, old country for or no country for old men fucking um oh a, 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 uh
0: anton yeah Chigur. anton Shigur.
1: it's like that like Is he going to flip a coin and go call it friendo? And then, like, if I get it wrong, (laughs) he goes, oh, hey, you fucking black bitch. And I'm like, what? How could I know that would be the result of a heads or tails call that you would just be a racist right then? (laughs) That's how it was. It was like a coin toss. You're going to run into one skinhead tonight, and it's either going to be the racist one or the one that's like, oh, oh, your car broke down. I'm sorry. Let me help you. He was like the nicest
0: guy. Yeah. Okay, he's, he's like, all right, <laughs> glad I got you all uh, suited up there. Uh, I'm I'm off to go listen to some oi. <laughs> I just love it so much. I just love.
1: <laughs> he like helps me out, and is like, here, take a couple bucks for gas, okay? And then like starts to walk away, and he just has two big swastikas on his shoulders, like that you could see perfect and right in the middle all i can see is two g's and an e and i know what the rest of it says and he gets in his car and turns on david allen co because he doesn't get the message and drives off that's what happened that's what really happened (laughs) that's what really happened and then i beat him up and everybody on the train clapped no, I was just terrified because a white person came up to me. That's that's crazy, the story dude. I just told you, that's that a crazy. white person came up to me in an alley and I was terrified. And if you said the same story, but the other way around, we'd be like, what the fuck? If a black, if your car know, broke you'd... down and you're like, yeah, some black guy just came up to me and I was afraid he was <laughs> going to kill me. I'd
0: be like, what okay. the hell? Okay, but here's, here's the thing, right? That's like um, when people are always like... Um, Like I've worked in restaurants before and people in restaurants, you know, um, girl hostesses or whatever will be like, oh, you look nice today. Or like they're just friendly and they'll like compliment you or something. And then some guys guys are like, man, if I said that the other way around, it would be like a whole thing. And it's like, okay, well, first of all, it actually wouldn't. Because like if you tell women that they like look nice, they're just happy about that. But also it just should be that way. It should be that it's, like, easier for a man to step across the line in talking about someone's body than it is for, like, a woman. And I can't, like, under—I can't, like, explain why that double standard needs to exist, but you just, like, know it does, right? So it's the same thing—and this is always fucked because I have so many friends that are, like, edgy shitheads, and we make all the edgy shitheads jokes. But then if you say something like, I think it's reasonable for, like, you know— people incompetent to have a fear of the police and they're like oh fuck you dude you fucking bought into the propaganda like so there just isn't racism (laughs) like it's not a thing like i don't know what to say i think it's reasonable for you to say that you were scared and for me i and i also think it's reasonable if i was like i saw i it was at night and i saw a black at night for people to be like, that's fucked up. So like, I don't know. I just think that's reasonable.
1: That's just no, it just, no, of course it's that In way. In full context, I do. Right. But I just went the core of the story. Like if we, we take up the context and yeah. we just take like
0: <coughs> black guy, well, I guess I can't even do that
1: because that's different context. You're right.
0: You're right. Well, that's the thing. It's not like I'm the person who invented like, I don't know being offensive but not a conservative oh. that's like oh. plenty of people but it's still makes me mad it still makes me mad that what i want to do is scream homophobic slurs at a baby i've never met right and that's how i want to spend my sunday morning and then when i do that people are like yeah dude fucking trump 2024 Fuck yeah. you know who really won the election yeah and i'm like what do those things have to do i
1: with bet me? you don't <laughs> care about that time that dude gassed all those kids and fucking in syria i bet you don't even care like i <laughs> this isn't a thing that i didn't care about i did actually i thought that was pretty fucked know. up you, yeah what about michael yeah. brown no i think that's fucked up too can i have can i can i please say the n-word a few times without you also <laughs> no okay <laughs> what what no. oh i thought that's where no. we were going with this i thought was we oh, oh okay oh go oh shit okay i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry that's my bad I'm, that's my bad this
0: is a podcast ladies and gentlemen sunday school is a podcast in which bloom slowly makes me feel more and more comfortable with the idea of saying the n-word until i do <laughs> at which point he turns on me and then decides to kill me should day him. listen he give contests. me a job
1: i got somebody we could burn <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm very excited for uh, the, the Guild Part Two IRL, where Bloom and Felicia Day dress up like fucking rogues and hunt me down and murder me for the one time I was tricked into saying the N word. It'll be on the Learning Channel. It's they're gonna host. Hand they're hand gonna they pitch that to the Learning Channel. <laughs> <It's> a- <laughs> no.
1: It's a Pavlovian response that like every time we get together, you 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 think another ex expletive that you know you probably shouldn't say until eventually like you cannot help <laughs> no. it at all. That's I've been working on this. This is a long time thing.
0: Oh no, dude. I'm not look, I, I don't mean to be um I know. You have a bunch of <laughs> I know, we both, I don't know how to say this. I don't, I fucking get Hans to say the N-word. I think it's working. If you need a friend to say the
1: N-word. I think it's working because we am trying to, to not say it right now. I What we're saying I'm, I'm
0: doing is
1: working. All right. Oh, you know what
0: well, it everybody, is? Everybody, thank you so much for listening to Sunday School. Unfortunately, we're out of time. There is no, we're, we're, we record the show on magnetic tape, and I can see that the tape is winding down, so it's been really nice that is not, i appreciate you he's live.
1: uh all right. uh
0: sunday school is available on spotify uh, most other major podcasting platforms it. give not, us five stars it. uh rate and review tell your friends about the show if you think it's funny follow me on twitter at zombie underscore tv uh follow bloom at mulatto Jesus and make sure you tune in his uh, wonderful live streams on Twitch He plays No Pixel, Which is a thing that I don't understand uh, Twitch.tv slash GoogleOnline Thank you all so much uh, I'm going to go uh, Give money to Black Lives
1: <laughs> I feel like we actually have to stop on that
0: No, <laughs> yeah, we have to stop There's not any edits in this By the way, I didn't say anything. Bloom just decided that would be funny because he's mean. Okay, bye.